already start recording the podcast. Oh, good. I can't call you halfway through that song. Ready for the big ride, baby. It's your daughter, right, Shawnee? Any right? Like, Dick. That's from a little movie called Face Off. Little unknown movie called Face Off. Uh, super blockbuster hit by Michael Douglas. Did you get your DVD copy? I yeah. did. It's in the living room. Go grab it. Oh. Come on. What? We're a physical it's, copy people. I know. I have it. It's in the living room. Let me Yours is it. better because it's a Blu-ray. Oh, I mine's got the Blu-ray. Just, mine's black. It's just a black. It's basically yeah. the same thing, but it's black. I, w- I, I, don't buy, I refuse to buy any more DVDs if it's available on Blu-ray. If it's just right. DVD, yeah, I'll get it. But Dick, <clears throat> I... Well, it depends on the movie. It's like I, yeah. I would usually... Because this movie I don't. is a made-for-TV movie, so I don't care about... <clears throat> quality isn't going to be that great to be. So when you up-res a shitty video quality, it's not going to make it look better. So Blu-ray is just, it's just bullshit. It's not about quality of the video for me. It's about the uniformity of the collection for me. Right. I got so many Blu-rays because of Adam... That's why you're a sucker. That this, it just, I don't know. And I, I really do like the upgraded box art for this. We should yes. probably play an intro here. Yes. Um, do, we, do you have one? Yeah, it's right here. Welcome to Hollywood is Dead in Phoenix West. Hi, Dick. Um, <clears throat> I brought this movie up a lot. Very alive today. I brought this movie up a lot. I'm glad we're finally discussing it. You got to watch it. I've seen it before, but yeah. to rewatch it again almost 30 years later, I would say. Yeah. It was really quite a nice uh, return to... Um, it was like watching an old friend come over for dinner. But you don't get sick of them. But you're like, no, oh, that was I 90 minutes. It. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I will now. see you again in a decade, my friend. Exactly. <laughs> I will watch you when I show my nephews yeah. uh, Frank Garabout's early work. And I said, well, you need to watch this before you watch. After you watch, I think I'll show you this movie. And then we'll watch The Mist. And that'll be that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Green Mile. Eventually, we will do our Frank Darabont, like retrospective thing. Yes. Kind of like we did with Stephen King. Right. I'll be much shorter because he only directed 11 things. <laughs> um, I have his list of things he's directed here. It's not many. It's really not. Well, he's, he's more of a script doctor. He's written. He's rewritten like yeah. dozens of scripts. That's where he made the real money. <clears throat> he, yeah. This is the first movie he directed. Yeah, he didn't write the script though. But I feel like no. he put his. I it's, think he rewrote some of it. I feel like you can tell. I don't know. It's he's not a guy with like a lot of like Tarantino. You're like this is a Tarantino movie, right? You don't watch a lot, like, you don't watch, you do watch later movies and go, that's Frank Darabont, but you don't watch this and go, that's, some of the camera pans and the zooms, rather, some of them, yes, but he's learning, he, he, I think he just wanted to go, I want to put a movie together so that I know, I I know how to do it, Right. then I move on to what I want to do, but that's why he wrote Nightmare on Elm Street, that's why he did this. And this movie is far better than it deserves to be. Yes, and that's it's all. An enjoyable I'll... film. Yeah, that's the we like I mentioned last time when we started bringing this movie up. I'm like, I don't want to oversell it. I'm just saying it's a yeah. TV movie from 1990. 
on it USA. It is far better than it deserves to be. It's not even a TV movie. It's a cable yeah. movie. It's a USA Network release from 1990. But it feels like a Tales from the Crypt episode. It does. And it really has that same vibe. It's not as violent. There's not a lot of curse words. It's pretty, pretty tame. You could tell just, USA was like, yeah, don't go too crazy with it. Yeah. We can't show tit. And Jennifer Jason likes to show their titties. So no tit. Sorry. She's a titty actress. We know. She likes to show them titties any way she can. We she get had, that, but. She had flesh and bone. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Machinist. Machine. I mean, she don't. She don't care about nudity at all. No. She, she almost she, did here. It's just the the fact that the camera didn't keep going, so you didn't yeah. see anything. Well, I'm when she was in the bathtub, the, I was like, "Yeah, yeah." How was she? How was? How am I not looking at? And I kept yep. like, "Oh, the foam's gonna." And she kept one time. She goes and brushes the <laughs> bubbles up yeah. to her chest, yeah. and I was like, "All right, well, there you go." Right. Like she was like, "Oh yeah, TV movie." Do you think you'd dare about what's underneath going? Flowing. We had a straw. We got too many tits, Jim. We're not making that kind of movie. Fuck you. <laughs> she lights up a cigarette. When we talk about TV movies, I feel, because I brought this up to my wife. I, I told oh. you I was going to ask her about the movie and how she thought about yes. it. Because I usually yes. I kind of guess based on her reaction, but this time I literally go, what did you think? She's like, I liked it for what, like for what it was. She even she recognized, you know, it was clearly a TV right. movie. It was, but I had to there explain to her what a TV movie was. She right. didn't, you know, she's not, she's not like aware of that. That's an actual thing. Right. Um, she just didn't grow up with the same, you know, watching the same things that we did. Yeah. But TV movies are generally regarded, generally as super cheap, super terrible. <laughs> However. I like TV movies a lot because Frank, no, John Frankenheimer did a lot of TV yeah. movies. The Stand is, you know, it's a mini series, but it's TV. It is kind of a bad version of that, but people like it. <clears throat> There's a lot of exceptions to the rule where TV movies there is. are fun. And actually, they, they stand the test of time. Yeah, Frankenheimer did a lot of them, and I really enjoy them. Uh, Andersonville and Path to War, yeah. just a bunch yeah. of them. Yeah. Yeah. All really good. There are Don't some that you watch. HBO in the 90s started doing their TV movies, and those are all pretty yeah. good. Eight Men Out and like those one, sort of, that sort of thing. I watch Conspiracy at least once a year. The one about the Final Solution with Kenneth Branagh and Stanley. Oh, Christian. yeah, yeah. It is filled with every character actor from British cinema oh, yeah. in this movie. They're all, they're all there. It's fantastic. Life and Death of Peter Sellers. Yeah, that's another great one. It's really there's, a, there's a bunch of good ones on HBO. Yeah. HBO finally like, cracked the code. That's where Path to War aired. The Frankenheimer one. There's a, so many really good ones now, but it kind of <clears throat> eventually broke the 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 curse of TV movies. Because in the in 1990, when this was made, TV movies were fucking garbage. Yeah, and it was like the, the Incredible Hulk TV right. movie, yeah. the death of the Direct Incredible Hulk, which Direct I like, but terrible. Right. I mean, they're not. Yeah, they're they're goofy, schlocky, you know, cash grabs that want big ratings because sweeps weak. Nothing else is on. You put a TV movie out to cash in on the week, and that's yeah. it. all it's for. All that to say, when I watched this, it was not on TV. I didn't know this is a TV movie. I begged my mom to buy this on VHS because I love wow. the front. I love the artwork. Wow. The, the original poster, I'll show it right here. It had this 
we were, you know, looking at VHSs, like, because I would just sit there and stare at them, and, like, look through them and read the names in the back. Wow. I was that guy. I, I mean, I was fucking six when this movie was out, so that seven is, when that, it came out on VHS, and I saw this, that and I'm is, like, give me that. <laughs> that is the longest arm in the history of cinema. Yes. I think, no, I think they buried him 14 inches below the dirt. <laughs> they did. I think that's what I didn't, because he's literally, they give him a shallow grave with yeah. a shitty coffin because they don't want to pay that much. I was like, God damn, he's barely on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> they do a good job, and we haven't set up the movie a whole lot yet, but they do it a good enough job to explain why it was so hastily put together. Yeah. Because uh, the guy from Shawshank is, like, painting over this broken-ass coffin. Well, he's a, he's a funeral uh, parlor worker, Yeah, and they're, gonna, and they're about to embalm him. Did so you think he was bad in this? They would have killed him. They would have killed him. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm just saying, yeah. You're right. No, he's fine. I, I thought he was fine. I was like, some lines, he's fine. And then when he starts to have to show emotion, like when he's like, finds out the grave's broken into, he's like, what happened? And I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, that was I'm rough. Saying, right. Saying, right. What happened over here? Saying, right. yeah. I do believe you're Are talking, you talking about your ass. Tim Matheson. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, okay. Let's get into the plot, though. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, so sorry. Let me, to, let me continue with that spoil- real quick. Yeah. I want to say spoilers, though. Yeah. Because Definitely. If you haven't seen this movie, watch it without spoiling. It's actually a lot of fun. Twenty Enjoy bucks it. on Blu-ray. If you're not sure if you're gonna like it, if you if you're in the Darabont, get it for your collection. If you're it's not, Amazon for free. Get it on a DVD, like Dick did. Well, how much was it? Eight bucks. Eight bucks. Mine was twenty. Yeah, I think it's for free on Amazon, though. I'm not sure. We found out there's a Buried Alive too. Yes, yes. I did not know that as a huge I, fan I, of this movie. And it's a direct sequel, which doesn't make any sense. It's a direct sequel with Tim Matheson and Ali Sheedy. Tim Matheson directed. He's he's also in it as himself from this movie, or as his character from this oh, movie. Is he really? Yes. Oh. So really? I found a version on here for one hundred and seven dollars ninety nine cents. <laughs> Holy shit! It's a PAL two or PAL oh region zero, I should say. Shit. But yeah, it's eight ninety nine for uh, DVD. I bought the Blu-ray because obviously I want it. I will watch this movie again and again. I'll watch it again. I what? It. I really it's like way it. cheaper now. It's four bucks. Di- it? Look at that. It's gone <laughs> down 33%. They got you. Even, they fucked your ass. Even, no, I'm fine with it because even more reason to buy it on Blu-ray. Tomorrow it'll be 12. <laughs> We're going to sell copies of this. <clears throat> All right. Oh my God. Frank, they about your first movie. He's got to do the charts. 155,000%. Yeah. Sold two copies. He's like, what the fuck is Barry Live? Barry Live? Oh, Tim Matheson? Oh, shit. Tim keeps calling me. I just ignore it. Cause, I thought he was dead. Know, Tim Matheson. All right. Sorry. Do you want to set up the plot? Okay, yeah. So you have uh, Tim Matheson's a really nice guy. He's a hardworking dude. He's a contractor, which is a big, big fucking important factor in the movie. He's in the middle uh, of nowhere, it seems. In the middle of nowhere. He, he lives in, like, Omaha or something. Yeah. He moved from the city with his wife, who's Jeffrey Jason Lee. Nice house. Nice house. Build his house from scratch. And, he, and this guy's offering to buy the business for a million and a half dollars. And he's like, I don't want to sell. I built it. And his wife is bored, wants to go back to New York. And she's secretly hating him. And then she um, is having an affair with the local doctor, played by William Atherton. Who is Walter Peck in Ghostbusters Dickless. and Dick Thornton in uh, Die, Hard. Die Hard films. And Die Hard, Die Hard 1 and 2. 
So he was famous for playing dickless characters. He's, and he's playing the Lothario yeah. cheating uh, character. And it's like, that doesn't work. He's a scumbag in four movies I know. It's wonderful. He's wonderful in all Even though movies. he is right in Ghostbusters. I'll stick by that. Yes. He's yeah. doing the right things just for the wrong reasons that he doesn't know about. Right. They <laughs> need to sit him down and explain to him. But that's on them, not him. He's doing but the right lo- thing. EPA what, what this, agent. Yeah, yeah. What, what this movie does well, though, is set up. Like, yes. throughout the movie, you get these reveals, like, as the movie progresses, because he's got, like, he's in the coffin, or he, he or she, is that affair with William Atherton? <clears throat> he's got pufferfish in his house. So he takes this, the, the poison from the pufferfish, and he knows the exact amount to kill a person to make it look like a, a heart attack. He pulled it out with a needle, and he's like, yeah, little, yeah. the worst yeah. vial in history, because it's constantly leaking. And this, yeah, it's really bad. He didn't. He must have bought my best. Uh, <laughs> the worst football. cork ever. Terrible stuff. Because uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee has second thoughts. She gets. She has the poison. He says, "You know, tell him take his money. I think it'd be great for both of us. We'll go to Beverly Hills. We're drinking my ties." He's trying to get her to kill him <laughs> because they're having an affair, and he wants her yeah. to kill her husband so that he can take the money and they can open up a clinic together. Because he's a right. doctor. Yes. yes, that's his story. Yes. In reality, he's just severely behind on his bills. He's going to kill her and then, you know, head off to an island somewhere. That's the wonderful twist. At the end. <laughs> wonderful. <clears throat> I love you. Let's burn the money. Yeah, I'm going to burn the money right now. Uh, what Kind of what I like about it. and and that I, what I Okay, sorry. I'm all over the place. I keep stuttering. But I watched the William Atherton interview after I finished the movie. It's oh, okay. like eight minutes. And I was wow. like, oh, this is interesting. Like, he looks super old now. This was recorded oh, wow. for this. It's back in like 2014 or something? No, this is like two years ago. Oh, okay. Because he goes, this movie's 30 years old. So what was that three, <clears throat> wow. three years ago? So maybe two years ago. But he's talking about the movie and he's like, it was a TV movie. So <clears throat> there wasn't anything additional for the movie. Right. He's like, talk about the efficiency. He's like, everything we did, you see there on screen. Like there's no, oh, there's sure, no room yeah. for this. And he's yeah. like, and Frank had the balls to like shoot it in the rain for some scenes. And he's like, that was ballsy, but he made it work. No, that could have gone sideways. But he's he's like praising him, yeah. and he, I don't know. It was a really cool interview, and he's just talking right. about how shitty his character is, and he's talking about how he's making Die Hard two at the exact same time. Wow, that's crazy. He's like, I left here and went to Die Hard two, and I was kind of going back and forth a little bit. Wow, that's but, hilarious. Yeah, it was so if you have the Blu-ray or the DVD, it's because it's on your DVD too, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, check out I the think, interview. It's only eight minutes, but it was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I, I like my special features. And I like William Atherton. <coughs> That's why my movies. <coughs> He's very good. His real voice is super, like, high-pitched. Is he British? No. he's But his real voice is, like, two octaves higher than you're used to hearing him. Hi! He's like, we were filming this movie, and I'm like, that's your real voice? Like, it's that part where he does when he gets upset, you know, and he gets that... His voice cracks. That's his real voice. That that I when found, his voice cracks. I found this other large cast So right. he's talking lower, like an, a lower octave on camera. And then he's like, uh, "We were shooting that scene, and I went over there, and I, you know, we were, and I was like, oh, that's kind of ruined my that, William I mean, Atherton thing." <clears throat> the elephant in the room, though, Tim Matheson is a hundred times better yes. looking than him. I know this review is so, all over the place. So just deal with Jennifer it. Jason Lee is having an affair with the doctor, and she's got prime, prime choice meat at home, and she's having like a, a quarter pound of cheese with William Atherton compared to Tim. 
Matheson. I mean, shit. Tim Matheson was like cut in this movie. I will say, ripped. to go on what you're saying, I completely agree. He looks great in this movie, he's but William Atherton in this movie, not terrible, not bad. He's, not he's no Tim Matheson, that. though. He's no Tim Matheson. He's not. But he looks better rather, than he does in any other movie. I'd rather do Hoyt Axton. <laughs> You'd rather do the sheriff? I'd rather do the sheriff, but at least he can sing to me. Because <laughs> he was a singer, I guess. I do love... Oh, we'll get to that in the end. Never mind. I'll save it. Oh. Yeah. Because it's about but, the it's very, very well, end of the movie. But Well, there's a, there's a few It's efficient, moments, this movie. Which are really goofy. The one part that I thought was laughable and it kind of took me out of the movie. No! Was, exactly. exactly. <laughs> ah! Me and my die, wife laughed. Die! Die! And he just goes, ah! And it's got that weird, you know, shake. And he's just like, slow motion. Like, it looks like it hurts, though. It doesn't, I mean, it has this effective. They did a good yeah, job it looks like of, it would really hurt. like, you could tell he was squeezing his face yeah. so that his eyes would kind of bulge <laughs> right here. Yeah. I, as far as TV movies go, the acting is fucking great. Jennifer Jason Lee is amazing oh, yeah. in this. Well, she's, she's, uh, she's always she's good. Star. She's in like, she's in like my top five actresses probably. Yeah. I mean, she's Christ. She's always good. Uh, Hudsucker Proxy. Yeah. Fucking this, The Machinist. She's in a ton of stuff I love. Uh, hard, like, uh, uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah, Hateful Eight. She's I, fucking incredible she's in Hateful Eight. Movie. I wish, yeah. give her all the awards for Hateful Eight. Yeah. Uh, she gets Shucker. punched. She gets punched by Kurt Russell like seven times. I swear. Laugh. <laughs> Laugh every time. <coughs> she's getting funnier every single time I've seen it. She laughs too when she gets punched. So. Yeah. She's so fine with it. She's enjoying it, and she says the N word like seventy-five times. Oh yeah, but she, uh, she is so fucking good at whatever she's handed. Oh, yeah, she's in. Well, I think she's Jamie Lee Curtis's half sister, right? Jamie Lee Curtis and Jamie Janet Lee. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee is Janet Lee's daughter. And Jamie Lee Curtis is Janet Lee's daughter. But different fathers. I think that's the case. I'm pretty sure they're half sisters. I'm looking her up right now. I didn't know that. Yeah, because they both have the same. She's lead. 60. Yeah. Um, she was born in February 5th, 1962. Um, her spouse is Noah Bombeck. I didn't know that. Not anymore. They Not anymore. Divorced 2013. Yep. He's with Greta Parents, now. Vic Morrow and Barbara Turner. Oh, okay. She's Vic Morrow's daughter. Who <laughs> That's right, Vic Morrow. We've talked about at, at length here. Yes. yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I've never heard that she's related to them at all. Maybe that's where I'm from. Yeah, yeah. You get the Hollywood lore confu- all the yeah. time. Like, you're like, wasn't well, that person? Yeah. Yeah. But Jennifer Jason Lee's great in this. Fucking Tim Matheson is good. Tim Matheson gets top billing, but he's barely in the movie. Yeah, that's the thing. It's actually funny. And he's in in the time that he's in. He's in a he's in a mask for some of the scenes. So it's probably not even him. Yeah, he looks about a foot shorter. That guy who's in the the welding mask. Exactly. Oh man, but I love the yeah because I love the fact that so he gets okay so his wife poisons him. Yeah. He gets buried and basically she in the wine. He doesn't want an autopsy, <clears throat> which, of course, you know, fuck the autopsy because, you know, too much money in the corner. She doesn't want to involve him because it's too much money. So she says, put him in a box, bury him cheaply, fastly. I want it done tomorrow. And that's basically what happens. So they give him the shitty water-damaged coffin, which is hilarious. But they set it all up perfectly because it's like that explains how he gets out. Because yeah. they take all the stuff out of that coffin. They just basically pay over it. 
to cover the fact that it's a shit pump. It's like the 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 layer of wood <clears throat> that's like the laminate layer that's on top of like yeah. your cabinets. If you really peel that yeah. off, you're gonna see the the terrible wood underneath. But it's just that oh, like yeah. that's almost the strength he's dealing with. Yeah, it's not like Tim Matheson was trained by Pi May. No, but I will say this: every time I watch Kill Bill two, I'm like I'm thinking of this movie, and I'm like I've seen this before, but I still love that. I still love that scene in that movie, but all I can think about is Buried Alive. Yeah, I'm I'm probably the only person who associates that. Well, good thing that it was raining that night, so he was able to get the soft dirt out of the way. Everything's set up. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's why Frank was so adamant on having it rain because it made sense. And right. it does create for really good visuals because Tim Matheson wakes yeah. up in his coffin. And he's like, he's like <laughs> taps the top and it drips in his yeah. face, and he's it's, it's, the water's dripping out, and it shows you the molding of the of the wood, how weak yeah. it is. So he just starts going, ah, ah! but you see him realizing it, like, yeah. oh, this is this is severely broke. He's pushing on it, and yeah. in reality, you would flip to your back, like so your back's up, and then push up. But he doesn't even have to do that because this reason, thing is so yeah, fucking weak. <laughs> He goes one arm out and he pulls himself out. I thought the dog was going to pull him out at a moment. Yeah, yeah, I started to think that too, and I've seen this movie like, ten oh, times. That was going to happen. So the dog's there to help him dig him out. <laughs> I'm looking at Jennifer Jason Lee's IMDb and pretty she solid a lot of stuff. She's in a lot of stuff. Was she in a what is that Kellogg's movie with Matthew Broderick? Uh, Road the Wellview. Road the Wellview. Uh no, that's Bridget Fonda. Bridget Fonda. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, she might have been in it, but I don't remember her. I know Bridget Fonda was in it. Oh, she's in Backdraft? Yeah, she's in Backdraft. She gets naked in that, too. She is in a lot. She's the uh, Flesh and Blood, as Flesh you mentioned. Flesh and Blood. So you want to see Jennifer Jason? Heart of Midnight. You want to see Jennifer Jason? Single white female. Jennifer Jason naked, go watch Flesh and Blood. Jesus Christ. It's like, oh, my God, this is uncomfortable. Well, I think where I got my wires crossed is because her and Bridget Fonda are in Single White Female. Yes. So, oh, yeah, that's right. They look very different now. Yes, they do. I have Unfortunately. a bit. I, I will admit, I have a crush on uh, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yes, uh, Bridget Fonda. I did when I was when I was a kid, and then seeing her now just makes me sad. It's very sad. If she's happy, great. It doesn't make me sad, but it's it's like, <clears> oh. good for Danny Elfman for staying married. Yeah, goddamn, what a he's fucking. Not, he's not being an asshole and leaving her or anything like that. You know what I love is you'll see articles that are like, you know, Pierce Brosnan stuck by his right. wife. And I'm like, why is it? She's hot. Yeah, but you're saying, even though she's fat, this guy, yeah, it's no. like really just tearing her down instead of building him up. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. It's, the guy it's, just it's loves pathetic. his wife. What's the big fucking yeah. deal? But And she's actually, I, I think she looks good big. Like she looks, she looks hot. She looks fine. Yeah. Good looking big woman. Like she's not, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, like honestly, and I think he's into it because I think like even he said like, don't say anything about my wife. I love my wife. Yeah, like, that's my wife. Goddamn right. My children, my mother's children. Like, I love my wife. Like, I don't care what she looks like. I love her. Literally, you know? do not think about it. Yeah, I, I, I just I, I see her as a person, and that's oh yeah. She got yeah. nice big old titty that bounced. <laughs> no, it's just it's sad that it's one of those. That's how it has to get reported. Is Pierce Brosnan stuck by yeah. his wife? And like, oh, it's ridiculous. What do you mean? Yeah. It's she's no, fucking she's, married to him, and he's married to her, actually, and he seems like a really a decent guy. Yeah, like, yeah, for sure. I like him more. It's like, fuck. Leave him alone. Jesus Christ. Yeah, James Cagney was married to the same woman his entire career until his death, or her death, well, or whichever happens well, first. sure. I mean, no, they but, all had their side pieces. No, but yeah. I, th- I really do think he was and, and didn't fuck around. Maybe. That's, I don't know. I that's, haven't read anything That's the reports and like what you hear about from his friends and stuff. But you're not like, 
even though she was fat. Right. <laughs> like, well, it's like John, uh, J- Jenny Sachs from Sopranos. She had a 90-pound ro- mole removed from her ass. I don't care what oh, you yeah. look like. I love you. What are you doing? Don't you know what you've done? I'm sorry, John. Oh, she's dead, by the way. In the show, yeah. <laughs> she died in real life. Oh. They had a whole list of people from Sopranos that died, and there's a lot of them. Oh, yeah. It's... There's a lot, a lot. Well, they're not Johnny, hiring Johnny fit Cakes actors. Killed. They're hiring, like, chubby Italian. No, but jo- Johnny Cakes <sighs> killed himself. Who's Johnny Cakes? Remember Johnny Cakes, Vito's boyfriend, when he goes to that oh, city? Oh, yeah. Johnny Cakes. The guy says, you know, I love you, Johnny Cakes. And he has the mustache. He killed himself with a bullet in his head. Yeah, really sad. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And then the dude with the Jamie handlebar mustache, right? J- yeah, Jamie Lynn Sidler's career died. I mean, <laughs> Edie Falco did of Avatar 2 and didn't even know she was in it. <laughs> Which I think is hilarious. I guess they were quoting her. She said, I thought I already came out and bombed. <laughs> I'm looking into Johnny Cakes here. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Yep. I keep forgetting that Peter Bogdanovich isn't there. He's dead, too. He's dead, too. Uh, yeah, here is Joe Costello. No. Died in 2008. Holy shit. No. No. Yeah, age 47. God damn. He probably got typecast as Johnny Cakes. He didn't like it. Speaking of Hollywood is dead, this is what the show is. If you look yes. into any show you love, you're going to find a tragic story. We realized this during our Twilight Zone when we start digging into the original episodes. And you're like, oh, that person's also a murderer. It happened so many times. This woman threw herself out a plate glass window and killed herself. Some people got punched oh at a bar or like a, a waffle house and then they would die the next day. And so many of that. So many stories like that. Oh, Johnny Kicks is yes. also in Die Hard too. Really? Bring it back. That. Kiss of Death. Oh, wow, nice. Kiss of Kazam. Death. Oh, God, Jesus He's Christ. not in much. No, I guess not. Black Rain, 89. Oh, Black Rain. Wow, I don't remember that one. His last I, movie I was movie. Doubt, which is a solid movie. Oh, wow, okay. I like that movie. I thought it was going to be so boring and pretentious, but I actually really did enjoy it. Um, Philip Seymour often is pretty fucking good. Well, there, there is one sort of suspension of disbelief though with this movie. Yes, well, two. It's you that... mentioned that the Tim Matheson's way too attractive. Yeah, well, that <laughs> compared yes. to uh, William Hurt. <coughs> yes, one hundred percent. Yes, but Tim Matheson constructs a maze within eight hours, and I'm talking it's layers and layers of different sections. There's no way in hell he did that in eight hours by himself. There's I will no say. Way. If you're in the construction, like he's a, this is what he does for a living. I understand that. Now that I've done construction as an adult, you could do that in eight hours. If you had it planned, like if he's thinking about it, because he was stuck in the house for like two days while she's getting ready. Right. Because I love the scenes where he comes back into the house after digging himself out of the grave and he's like sneaking around. Where did he get the wood? Where did he get the wood? He's a construction guy. He definitely has a site somewhere with some fucking wood. Yeah, but someone would have seen him. No. So again, but yes, but it's also it's very, beautiful. very clearly explained or, or <coughs> explainable, I should say. It's, it's forgivable. It's you don't want to be spoon fed fucking everything. It. You can figure it out. Um, yeah, I, enjoy I it do agree with you, though. It, it, it does seem watching it. 
it does seem very intricate. But in reality, when you're watching it, and this is like my 10th, 12th time watching this movie now. Probably more, if I'm honest. But it's really just two hallways. Right. Which are just two by fours and slabs of wood. That's it. And so you no, got some he sliders. Goes, he goes, uh, it's not hard. Don't they go upstairs to the no. upstairs uh, where the window is? There's a window that's outside. Is that inside? Uh, at the crazy. very end, but that's not. Yeah, that's just he put wood along the wall. That's it. Yeah. All he all but you still. have to do uh, nail two by fours of the floor and the ceiling, and and nail the wood in the side. It, it's very <clears> very. <throat> I was thinking about this when I was watching it because I was. I've always thought like, how did you do this so quick? But. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, yes, it is a little bit ridiculous how intricate it is with the sliding doors, but well, the director, doable. Got his, he's got three guys from Home Depot that helped him. Yeah. And plus, we don't know what how long they were out for. And What you doing, senor? Yeah. I guess he does explain. You want, you want to put a, a, a labyrinth in your house? Oh, okay, fine. Uh, 50 bucks. You got it. I don't want to just, like, defend the movie for no reason, but. No, it was fun. Like I, I don't. You can definitely see it as it's way too much for the time. I, I will not argue right. with you because it is a lot. But also, fuck it, fuck it. That's <coughs> the point of the scene. Pretend right. it's yeah, three it's... days. It doesn't matter. Right. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I love how they're downstairs and they're like just waiting. He's just waiting. He goes, "Oh, it's that stupid sheriff. That's who's doing this to us. It's the sheriff. Yeah. I thought he was smarter than he looked." Yeah. And then that's and then he runs with that theory the entire time, which is hilarious. And then he stabs himself with his own poison, which again is wonderful. It's a good comeuppance. There's a great shot of Jennifer Jason Lee where he's freaking out, and she yeah. just goes, "Cause he's still trying to bark." Okay, they're in the basement. The guy with the the, the welder's mask lets them out eventually. They're walking down these hallways and and. He's still arguing to the man he can't see, like, he thinks is a no. sheriff. We'll split this, like, you know, no. uh, you, we'll, we'll talk about this, we'll sit down. Every time a door opens in the, in the maze, he's like, oh, perfectly set up by Jennifer Jason Lee saying she feels like a rat in a maze. Yeah, I know, that's, that's she's perfectly set up. Perfectly set up. But he's still trying to argue and, and uh, do a deal, and she just goes, <clears throat> like, oh, she's accepted forgot. her fate that this is not a deal, man. We're just... He, right. So whoever this is is right. gonna yeah. fuck with us, and that's it. I love that sh- her well, look. And if we forgot, we forgot one of the biggest parts of why Tim Matheson goes full McGillum. He overhears them saying that she was pregnant, and he got rid of yes. the baby, and that he was trying to have a kid with her for years. And she always says, "I just can't do it. Can't have it. We tried for a year. We can try again." And then find out that she got basically sterilized by the doctor and like broke him in two. Yeah. And that's what—that's when he says he's going to shoot him with a shotgun. He goes, "You don't deserve this. Is too good like, for you." Yeah, he goes, "Too easy." <clears throat> too easy. Yeah, it's great. I think it's right. Yeah, it's right here. It's right when she sits down. He still tries to beg through the wall. <laughs> Audio is a little off. But... <clears throat> the audio is all fucked up, but. No. She's dealing with reality, and he's still living in this fantasy that they're gonna have a, a, a trade right, yeah. here <laughs> for their lives. Well, he thinks he thinks he's gonna get close enough to the guy to stab him with the poison and kill him. Yeah, that's his that's his goal right now, but it doesn't what? work out that way. It's right here. I said, stop it. I love when there's like a huge difference in reactions of actors. 
to to the same scene. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. That's very specific. I realize, but I love this. Oh yeah. He, okay. Right hey. Here. Yeah. Hey hey. Uh, look. I apologize for the audio, but. Let's go fifty-fifty here, huh, pal? <laughs> what do you say? Uh, Dick. Doesn't get any fairer than that. Right here. Yeah. Come on, talk that. to me. <laughs> Please. She's like this fucking asshole. Because they had a great scene there where. Don't you know I love you? I would die for you. I will burn this money right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she hit him with a pipe and he drops the shot he's going to kill her with. And then he plays it off. And then she finds it and she's like, burn the money then. What are you, crazy? Oh. And that's another great <laughs> twist. When, he, when he's leaving his house, he has the voicemail from the guy telling him, you're being evicted yeah. from your building. You You've ignored our... Spots. We're coming with the sheriff and he's leaving the place. And then... And Jeff Ridgely comes on saying, you got to come to the house right now. Somebody's here. Well, it's <clears throat> another thing that's set up nice because there's a part where the sheriff is really good friends with Tim Matheson. Yes. They go fishing. They hang out. He, because it starts with him pulling him over. And you notice he like just the mirror like they always do in movies, even though in real life, why would you touch your mirror? Your mirror should be where it's <laughs> where you need to see right. the person behind you anyway. But he does the, but he doesn't go, oh, shit. So I was immediately like, oh, yeah, they're, uh, oh, they must be friends. Because I, yeah. I don't remember that <laughs> aspect of this yeah. movie. But then he's, they're clearly really good friends. They go fishing together. He has that joke line with his wife. He's like, if you don't make it home tomorrow night, just know, uh, you know, you should probably hear from me. I've gone fishing. They yeah. did a little setup there. For the sheriff. But she's the one cheating. Yeah. But the sheriff is very <laughs> aware of what's going on. He watches them after he's dead. He watch right. it. He looks in the through the door and he sees them like way too close and arguing. Yeah. And he comes inside and she, he's like, "Oh, uh, let me know if you need anything. Uh, bye bye." Right. Yeah, he yeah, comes yeah. by later and he's like, "You're making me look bad. You're here with my patient more than I am." And then he says, "Would you like a gremlin?" <laughs> I got gremlins. Do you want one? He, but it makes you think that the 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 guy who owns that apartment or that house that house apartment thing isn't fucking everything it's the one from usual suspects by the way yeah it seems like it yeah it's the same thing it's the exact same set i guarantee it or the same apartment whatever the, whatever it really is but right. it's, it's the yeah. exact same thing probably gonna piss blood Edie. Yeah. yeah we gotta go you got this thing Edie you got be this fine. good thing with the lawyer yeah. scam with the lawyer <laughs> but <clears throat> it makes you think that that landlord called the sheriff like he threatens in the voicemail and that adds to the we don't need to see it but that adds to the to the sheriff right. going this something shady going on with oh, these two yeah and he goes down and, and he goes to see the coffin yeah is the broken somebody broke into the coffin stole a body but then he makes puts one one together and says oh wait no he kicked himself out of the i love when he's at his house and he wakes up in the middle of the night yeah. and he's like bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> he punches it three times and it's clean all the way through all three times he laughs He's like, okay. And then he gets in his car and drives over. Yeah, but that's what's really kind of sad. The ending is really kind of, I think, bittersweet. It's really sad. Oh, yeah. It's like Hoyt, the sheriff, is a buddy. And, and Tim Matheson's there. He buried his wife alive, by the way. And, and she's in the ground with William Matheson. William Matheson's still alive, too, keep in mind. Is he? Well, keep in mind that Tim Matheson did the exact same shot, and he woke up three days later. No, so- no, 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 no. William Matheson had a full dose because remember she puts it in the garbage can and it leaks out? Yeah, just some, but I, I bet he still lives 
and wakes. I, either way, he's dead. Either way, we don't know, but I like to pretend he wakes up three days later like he did, and it's just, she's dead. <laughs> and then, well, he would re- in reality just die of suffocation because he's underground. He eats, but. Her like, he eats her like the chickens in Matthew and ate when he got back out of his grave. Oh, yeah. I'm starving. I want some chicken. I love all the but, stuff when he's out of the grave and, and going around yeah, the house. And you got the, when the, the fucked up fingers. Oh, I want to show that scene with Jennifer Jason Lee has the money. She goes into yeah. the into her bathroom. Oh. Yeah. And she's just no, like, got, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. So you got you to show the follow-up scene where William Atherton goes and he goes, oh, honey, it would never work slob. out. Pig. Yeah, you're, you're a pig. Yeah, no, you're right. You're a pig. It was hilarious. That's funny. I just want to show Jennifer Jason Lee's reaction to... I'm trying to go back a little here. That's right about... It's, it's a really fun, like, just good movie. Throwback movie. Fun. Put it on. If it's a rainy day, put this movie on and you'll enjoy it. It's not offensive. It's not stupid. <laughs> no. It's, like, no. I'm trying to think of any downside, really. Like, no. it is, it does drag a bit in the beginning, I guess. But I, not really. It moves pretty fast, though. For It's only 90 minutes. I mean, no, for, for the average movie viewer... It does drag because I asked my wife and uh, I paused it and it goes 33 minutes in. And she's like, I thought we we're an hour. Oh, but then after that, she, no complaints. She loved, she fucking loved, she loved the ending when he builds the maze. She loved all that. And I'm like, that's the memorable <laughs> part. And that's where it all leads. That's really the, that's the it's memory really that's nice, going to stick you from this movie. It's a really nice revenge come up in this movie. Yeah. Like everyone likes a good revenge movie. This is one of the top 10 revenge movies. Really? Honestly, it's very well done. Yeah. It's it's solid. It's and very, it's here's very her. Tales from the Crypty. It is Tales from the Crypt. Oh, I broke this down earlier. I'll think about it while I do this. Well, it's very Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King. Because there's the a Crypt, Castle Rock uh, clinic or something like yeah, that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously Darabont loves it. Right here. I'm going to send you to Shawshank Prison for this. She's immediately like, oh, yeah. fuck. Like, wouldn't she know that that's the husband? I guess not. No. Why would you think that? You killed him. He's buried. I don't know. I I guess it's true. Oh, because she just thinks I was fucking with her. That's why. Yeah. I wouldn't know what the... Like, if I just killed my husband, I I would never... It would never cross my mind that he's still alive. That would be the last thing you would ever think of. He's dead. I saw him get buried. Like I would, because... Because you don't realize how much of a fuck up you are. Only because we've seen Creep Show, <laughs> Ted <Tenson. laughs> Exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what I want. It's it's a Creep Show, which is also Tales from the Crypt, that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all the same vein, but this is definitely in that pantheon where it's very similar to that. Yeah, it's a fun movie. I enjoy it. Look at the background. It looks like Creep Show. Yeah, yeah. That looks yeah. just like. Yeah. Or the same uh, same. Uh, uh... Who's the DP? What else did he do? Let's look him up real fast. Oh, um, out, of, out of curiosity, what that was is his... a good question. I don't think he worked with a. Uh... Well, he's done like probably a lot of TV. He's go. He's probably no, um, a, his usual cinematographer. Why well, can't I think of his yeah. name right now? Oh, Newton, Newton, Jimmy Thomas Siegel. No. Isn't that who's Shawshank? Is? The cinematographer Shawshank. Why the fuck? Oh, 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 oh! Yeah, I know. You're right. Um, I don't think he worked with him. Is the point? Why? I don't know why right. I'm blanking on his name. Richard he works for the Cohen brothers, Deacons. Richard Deacons, thank you. Deacons, yeah. You put that together. Yeah. <laughs> Dick I, I don't think it was Deacons that did this, <clears throat> but no, I no, am no, curious. No, no. All cast and crew. If he did, did Freddy's Nightmares. Cinematographer Jacques Haitken. 
It's the same DP from Freddy's Nightmares. Same DP from Twenty One Bridges, Venom, Kong Skull oh. Island. That's a that's an actual good movie. Some oh, good wow, cinematography. Oh. Fate of the Furious. He's a cameraman there. Mm. Oh, he does camera and electrical department a lot. Yeah. All all those ones I mentioned are camera and electrical. He's not. Cinematographer, eighty-seven movies or TV Shit. shows and movies. Right. Yeah. He did an episode of the Haunting Hour, R.L. Stein show. Oh. Um, okay. I don't know what any of the rest of this is. Art Heist, <coughs> Twelve Days of Terror, The Curse of El Charo, Crusader, The Duel, Hidden Camera, El Natural Causes, Global Effect. Does he work for the fucking uh, Asylum? People? Asylum. Maybe. The Elite, Rockets Red Glare, Faust. Got busted, got oh my God, he did for... Faust. The Faust from Red Letter Media. Oh my God. Oh, the guy's a genius. Yeah, it's actually that Faust. Oh, Jesus Christ. The Last Man on the Planet. Wow. Inferno, not the one that you're thinking of. Not Buried Howard. Alive 2 cinematography. That's weird that he stuck around not with the same director, but the same movie. That is so rare. I'm curious about Buried Alive 2. It doesn't make any sense to me. Whether I cannot find it. I, yeah, I don't think it exists. I looked it around at all my... I have a lot try of... YouTube. Try YouTube. Oh, my God, free. Dick. He was a cinematographer for Scanner Cop, a movie I mentioned in the last show, <laughs> on a different show that someone was in. Everything's tying together. Everybody's connected. Silence of the Hams, which I also had in VHS. <laughs> oh my God, it's a conspiracy. With um, <clears throat> da- uh, 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 the guy got busted for wanting to suck his dick. Don DeLuise. Don DeLuise is yep. is Hannibal Lecter in that movie, and <coughs> it's all fart noises. It's the same thing as that. What was that? Uh, God damn! Pl- what was the Pulp Fiction? Plump Fiction. Plump Fiction. The Pope with, must with die. Julie New- with Julie uh, Julie Brown. Right, yeah. I had that. I had all those yeah. terrible. He's a cinematographer for Shocker, the same oh. the year before this. West West Craven. West Craven. That's probably how he got know. this. Maybe. Because oh, cinematographer <coughs> for a little movie <coughs> called A Nightmare in Elm Street. Oh, there you go. That's how I got to start. And even better, cinematography wise, alone. Even better, yeah. Nightmare in Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge. Oh my! Not God. not a good movie, but way better cinematography. Sure. The, the pool scene with the he's jumping through in reality yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's all really you're well all, shot. You're all my children. Yeah, terrible movie, but it's like Halloween two. I think is shot way better than Halloween one, but it's not nearly right. as good. Right. With the Dean Cundy and Carpenter shot like that movie, kind of both. Yeah. So I think the movie works a lot better visually, and that's it. The move. The man works a lot. Well, that is you crazy. When you're when you're a good professional, you can get a lot of work. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't want to go too much longer. I know you're yeah, not we feeling said, well. We, we said we're almost we at 45 minutes. Anything. Perfect. Yeah, perfect timing. We're at 43. I give this movie. I, that's where I get confused. I. I love it more than I should. I still give it a seven. Oh, okay. A seven is solid, but I, I think I'll give it an eight. Oh, fuck you. I think I'll get... Oh, you know what? Okay, fine. 7. I'll do what you want. I don't care what you do. A 7.4. For me, an 8 is like... It would be an 8 if it was like... I don't know. Right. It's like a theatrical movie. Yeah. yeah. But a 7 for a TV movie from 1990? Pretty it, good. It, pretty good. The TV miniseries came out this year, which is stupid. Yeah. This is way right. better than it should be. It's a... 
I love Tales from the Crypt when this came out. I was into that show. And this was right up my alley, and I fucking loved it, and I would rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. me and my mom would just watch this movie. Yeah. And she's like, why do we have to watch that? <laughs> you know, that sort of thing when you know your it's parents. this or fucking Ghostbusters, mom, what do you want? Yeah, exactly. And she's like, <clears> yeah, Buried <throat> Alive. But she loved it, too. Out. She actually really did enjoy it. Because she, she liked Tim Matheson a lot. I'm he sure she had a crush on him now that I'm thinking oh, back. Okay, God. A hard on thing about him. He might be why I consider myself twenty percent gay. He might be a exactly. part of that reason because he. Absolutely. Tim Matheson is a part of my early development because of this movie. When he sticks his naked hands in that, in that <laughs> sink of, of hydrogen peroxide, oh, and they burn. I told my wife when that scene came on, I was like, "Oh, this is the part I remember." Like as a kid, going, "Okay, this yeah. is my exact memory." Yeah. Why is he screaming, mom? She's yeah. like, she's like, what do you mean his hands are hurt? I'm like, yeah, but he's just sticking his hands in water. Why, why does that hurt? Yeah, right. This is how young I was. Yeah. And she goes, no, it's hydrogen peroxide. <clears throat> and I was like, yeah, but hydrogen peroxide shouldn't burn that bad either because uh, alcohol would burn. Hydrogen peroxide doesn't burn as much. It doesn't burn unless it's infection infected. Is that is that what it is? No, well, it sizzles. Yeah, but it doesn't burn. Though. I've never had, I've never had a burn with hydrogen peroxide. I've had burns with alcohol and and the other one um what do you call it rubbing alcohol but then there's the other one next to hydrogen peroxide shit what's it called there's like another solution you put hydrogen trioxide yes i have no idea clorox bleach (laughs) that's what it was (laughs) great to inhale (laughs) that was stupid you just reminded me of this Ken, Ken. They say Ken 45 <laughs> times in that seven-second clip. Jesus Christ. You're even, in, right. you're even in Ken posture right now. Is, is it weird cool. that... I? Last thought. Sorry. I, I don't want to even to keep you, but... I mentioned this last time, so I want to bring this up as we go. This yeah. is what I... Like, Frank Darabont. Like, I knew him as the Buried Alive director. Right. And then... 10 years because I watched this when it came out, like on VHS, so probably 91, maybe 92. Right, and then in high school, I watched Shawshank. So, you didn't so, watch it in 94? No, I didn't watch it till high school. Oh, wow, okay, yeah, because I watched it in 94. I had a friend that goes, You should watch this, and he that and usual sus no, that and Memento and right. usual suspects in the wow, same weekend. Okay. I watched all wow. three. Holy, shit, that's and I was big, like, That was a great one of the greatest weekends of my life. That's crazy, yeah, that's but I watched all good. three. Like yeah. in order, so it was like two thousand when I two thousand one maybe no it was two thousand yeah. it was that's cool. sophomore year so that's a nice that's weekend, when I watched yeah. it. and I it was like Frank Darabont and then then you know eventually I look him up and I'm like oh that's the fucking buried alive <laughs> like I know Frank Darabont is the buried alive guy and that's right, so yeah, weird. Yeah. Some guys know him as the Blob Rider. Other guys know him as the buried alive. Guy. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot the Blob. We talked about that before as well. Yeah, yeah he's a, he was a writer for a yeah. long time. Yeah. What did he do for the Night Shift Collection? <laughs> Which one? Night Shift Collection, 1994. I don't know. It was a Stephen King's Maybe. Dollar Baby double bill consisting of Frank Darabont's The Woman in the Room and Jeff Shiro's oh. The Boogeyman. I've never seen this. The, the, the Woman in the Room was his student film that he made. And that was considered... Oh, yeah. Short. The, yeah. Yeah. Short. Yeah. So that's... That's fifty. Okay, that's why I've never seen it. So that the movie collection itself is fifty-eight minutes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, so 
it was after this, after Buried Alive, his next movie is Shawshank, Green Mile, Majestic, yeah. uh, Mist, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. That's all the movies he's done. Not many. Well, he was writing. He, he did a lot. Like I said, he was a screen doctor. And you look at him. He's directing. No. They have like, they have like 20 uncredited shit that he worked on. Oh, yeah. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. That guy worked, like got paid millions to do that shit. If they started crediting an IMDb for ghostwriting. Oh, God, you yeah. would see everyone's IMDb fucking like, because <clears throat> you'll work on a script for a couple weeks and like, here's yeah. my vert. Like I had some changes right. here. Oh, I got yeah. my four grand. All right, yeah. moving on to the next script you got for me. Four grand, try like three hundred thousand dollars for the week. Oh no, like okay. those simple scripts that you're not doing yeah. much on, just like advising. But you see guys well, just. No. It's just crazy. No. All right, let's get out of here though. All right. Can we do this on the next Hollywood is Dead movie discussion? I will put these. I'm going to put these movie reviews on uh, Lordy Wonderland, by the way. Whenever we do like one movie. Right. I'm going to put that on that feed because it does fit well there. But can we do this? A movie you just sent me <coughs> that I've never oh. seen with a terrible Twilight cover. Yes. Yeah, we can do that. That's fine. I yep. want to watch this and I'm sick of finding excuses not to because I do want to watch it. Yep. And I think it'd be fun to discuss our second oh, vampire yeah. review on this show, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. That sounds good to me. Near dark. Oh, sorry for the podcast. Near dark. Yeah. Near dark. Catherine Bigelow's Bigelow. great film. I don't want to say that. I want to say, uh, it, it is definitely, I haven't seen it, but Bill Paxton's near dark. Oh, I'll say that. Wonderful. He's wonderful. Until next time. <laughs> let me down my video. Class. Dick, dick it. So long citizens. Bye. Hello. It's dead. Fuck you, everybody. Good night!